Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome in, Hawks fans. Your boy Bryce Lewis again for another episode of Believe in the Hawks. Hawks coming off their second straight victory tonight over the Houston Rockets, 134 to 127. In a game of runs tonight, both teams took each other's best shot. You saw elite three-point shooting. You saw guys all over the court getting hot. You saw defensive, some of the defensive intensity at times, and also some defensive lapses. You just saw all types of things tonight, but at the end of the night, the Hawks were able to get the win, get themselves through about now under three games under 500. As like I said, they continue to fight to get back to 500 right now. In a very impressive win over a Houston team that was 11 and one at home. I believe they won 11 straight games going into this game at home. And they're also the third, I think, rated defensive team in the league. And tonight, the Hawks dropped 134 on Ime's defensive team. So that kind of shows you tonight the Hawks can score on anybody. And they were able to do that and able to get a good win tonight over the team. We're going to break it all down for you in this, for this episode of Believe in Hawks. Obviously, guys, like I always say, Guys listening to me right now, follow me on Twitter, Bryce underscore 2K for all my Hawks takes and updates and everything under the sun. You know, interact with me on there. Talk to me a little bit. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe. Please hit the subscribe button for your more Believe in Hawks episodes here. We're going to be here all season long and through the offseason. So don't forget to subscribe and like this current video. And also, don't be afraid to go back and watch other videos too as well. And then obviously, if you're listening to me through audio, don't forget to leave a rating or a review on the pod as well. But, yeah, guys, so Hawks get a good win tonight. Um, a, a win that some people worry about. I mean, this this is – we haven't, you know, I guess beaten a good team in a minute, quote-unquote. Um, I mean, our two wins came against the worst team in the league and then the, the Raptors who are looking like they're about to blow it up. Um, so people maybe are like, okay, we haven't beaten a good team in a while. Well, Houston is a good team. Now, they've gone through a bit of a stretch. I think this is their third straight loss now. They've also let up 130 now in three consecutive games, so they're not playing their best basketball. But again, kind of shows you every team goes through those those patches in the season where they just don't play good ball. And Houston right now is going through that right now, but that's good for the Hawks because they were able to come in still a tough game tonight to come in here tonight and play against them and beat them on their home court. A place like I said, a court, a home court where they are won 11 straight games and they were 11 to one at home this season on their home floor. So they usually protect their house and the Hawks are actually have been a better road team this year. I think they're now at 500 on the road this year. Now uh, with this win uh, over the Houston Rockets, they've been better on the road than at home, which usually is, it's always interesting for for teams that are younger uh, to be a better uh, home team, usually than they are road team, but the Hawks are the opposite of that. And that honestly paid off for them tonight, getting that win. So let's go ahead and break it down for you. I mean, Getting into this game, I mean, the first half, Hawks in that first quarter shot 8 of 16 from 3. They were hot in the game. And I made a stat on my Twitter. I I talked about the Hawks. The Hawks are, I think, 8th now in 3-point shooting percentage this year. The Hawks were 20th in 2022. That was a weakness for this team last year, the 3-point shot. Everybody said this team has a bunch of mid-range shooters. They don't have 3-point shooters outside of bogey. And then when they trade for Bay later in the season. This year, they're now a top 10 three-point shooting team, and that reflects. Hunter has been shooting the three ball better than he has in his career so far in his last couple of games. Trey Young, during this entire stretch that he's had, which will break down more, that he's had, is shooting the three ball really, really well. Jante is shooting the three ball well. Bogey has been shooting the three ball 
he has been just a flamethrower from three these last few games that he's played in as well. Obviously, Bay has actually been the one guy who shot hasn't been there from three, but still gives you some production there. And then obviously, you know, Garrison Matthews give you a couple of threes here and there. Um, you know, but overall, you're getting a lot of, of, of three-point contributions. If you remember at the beginning of this season, the Fox actually were struggling from three. They were they were they were not making a lot of threes. So a lot of their offense is still coming from their two-point game. And oh yeah, I forgot to mention Jalen Johnson's also shooting really well from three as well. But they weren't really making threes at the beginning of the year like that. And then if you notice during these last four or five games, especially, they have shot the three ball much better. And it's been a weapon for them. Where Quinn wants them to get up more threes, but you would see those Hawks take like 40 threes, but only make 12. Now they're they're making 18, 19 threes and only taking 35, 34. So that's a much better percentage, you know, overall than what you were getting before. In the last three games, we're not counting this game, they were shooting 41% from the three. So that shows you they have been a really strong three-point shooting team in these last few games, and that's been a big weapon in the first half. That played a part in what they did, and you saw that. Um, that helped them get out to that big lead early. Second quarter uh, still played well. Obviously, you weren't as hot, but you still were scoring the ball. You had a 12-point lead at half. And then the third quarter was just a complete dominated Houston quarter. Houston came out, stopped the Hawks, stifled the Hawks defensively. Trey Young got his fourth foul. He was in foul trouble this game. Um, so he had to come out the game. And obviously the offense is different when Trey Young's out on the floor because of his ball creativity, especially the way I think that Quinn wants to play. Trey Young is perfect for this offense, That, especially because of his ability, his, because court vision, able to find his teammates, you know, spread the ball around. That is not DeJounte's strength in that realm. So the offense looks different under DeJounte. It's more, maybe more slower pace, ISO, methodical offense. Uh, and so, you know, not always the best, but Houston was basically able to stop for the Hawks in that third quarter, make their run. They came back to even take the lead. And they, I believe they led going into the fourth quarter as well by about two points. So it looked like, oh, the Hawks blew a lead. Oh, God, here we go. This this is happening again. This They're going to run away with this game, right? Hawks came back in the, to start of the fourth quarter. Ayeka Okongwu. He is back to feeding families. Yeka Kangu taking over the fourth quarter. Man was all over the place. Had like four alley-oops, man. He just kept getting behind Houston's defense for easy alley-oops at the rim. Especially the one, I think he missed one in the third quarter, I believe. That I think I think it's almost like he was getting, he was, he was making up for that in the fourth quarter with a few of those. Uh, blocking shots, rebounding, uh, Great. I mean, he even made a pass to the corner to bogey for three. He was doing everything in the fourth quarter. He played his best fourth quarter, and I believe he played the entire fourth quarter. He closed the game for the Hawks because of the way he was playing. And so, Akangu, this this is the Ayeka Akangu that I think people have been wanting to see from him. This is the guy that the Hawks paid that money to before the season started. And tonight, he came out and proved to be that guy. If he plays like this, I, I I think this is what we we want to see. Now, I will also say this. I think Ayaka Kongu is better in certain matchups, and I think that tonight was a matchup that worked in his favor. Um, I mean, outside of Singwin, I mean, Houston really doesn't have, I mean, Jabari, but in terms of true bigs, they don't have a lot of true bigs that play in this game. So, 
like I said, outside of Singwin, I mean, Okongwu's going against guys who are around his height, around his size. So now he can now enforce his will into the game more. He's not playing trees. He's playing guys around his height. That, and, and the and the Houston Rockets are playing a style that I think is adaptive to his defensive uh, technique that helps him just be able to be more effective against them offensively and defensively. So I think that also helped. And that's why you didn't see Capella. Now, Capella didn't play bad when he was in the game at all. I just think Okongu gave you more, obviously, with his ability to shoot. That also helped open up spacing, get more spacing for everybody on the court. And like I said, the Hawks were able to make some plays off of that and get a good, solid um, get, get a good solid stretch of four or five minutes of play from Mayeka that really was a big part of the, of the fourth, and that gave him another lead. But like I said, this was a game of runs. Rockets, again, come back, get within like three, four points of this team, of, 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 of taking the lead. Hawks need some big baskets. Trey Young able to make some baskets late, especially two in a row to steal the deal for this team. Hawks get a couple of stops. You win the game 134 to 127. So, like I said, a game of just runs on both ends. You kind of, this is, this game was kind of a microcosm of this Hawks season. You've seen the things they do really, really well. And then you see the things that kind of make you rip your hair out. And you kind of saw them both in this game, you know, but at the same time, they always say the game, the NBA is a game of runs. So, you know, you saw two teams kind of just taking each other's punch back and forth and, Eventually, the Hawks were able to hang on and get, like I said, get an impressive win on the road. So, you know, that that works. But let, let's talk about Trey Young. Trey Young tonight c- continues to play his best stretch of basketball um, that he's played in his career to me. Another 30 and 10 game. Three point shooting still still great. Let's let's go through the stat line of Trey. Trey Young, 30 points tonight, 36 minutes, 14 assists, 10 of 18 from the field, shot over 50% from the field, five of eight from three, plus minus was eleven, which was the which actually wasn't the highest out of the starters. Bay had the highest out of the starters, but I mean that stat line is great. I mean, he missed a couple of free throws tonight, but outside of that, I mean, he he pretty much did what what was needed of him tonight. Um, he 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 just goes out there and he, and he knows that during the stretch, especially with Jalen Johnson hurt, he needs to do this. This this is a situation where Trey needs to be thirty and ten. And the one thing that he's done a great job of in his entire career is he's mastered. When do I get my my teammates involved, you know, create easy shots for my teammates, but then when to be aggressive and also score the ball? Now, here's something that Bali Sports tweeted out. There's only there's only been five players in NBA history that have 30 plus points, 10 assists games in five consecutive games. Oscar Robinson, he's done it twice. Russell Westbrook, Michael Jordan, Nate Archibald. And Trey Young. That's the list. That's a great company to be a part of. If you're Trey Young, again, making history with this run that he's been going on. Like I said, all-star voting is open, so don't be afraid to go ahead and vote for Trey Young. Also, you know, he he's just been, you know, 
a guy who listen, the biggest thing with him that we've criticized was some of his shot selection. And then also the turnovers. Last couple of games, turnovers have been a bit of an issue. Um, but overall, like I said, he's giving you a you know a thirty point ten assist game every game. It feels like he had four turnovers tonight. Still want to cut that down, but. Overall, I think you know he he's been playing really really good ball recently, and I, and I think we got to give him his flowers and just keep talking about it because we are witnessing history. We are witnessing just that superstar play that that we we want to see. Like, I mean, I just I just remember the beginning of the year, everybody was like, Trey may not be a superstar. Trey may not be him. Trey this, and I said, listen, God, I said Trey has to make the biggest adjustment out of anybody on this team. Because they're trying to play a new system that is going to change the way he plays the game, but actually will benefit him once he gets used to it and he gets adjusted. It was impressive. We were 500 with Trey Young playing some of his worst basketball. Now Trey Young's playing some of his best basketball. But obviously, when he was playing some of his worst basketball, we were healthy. We are not healthy right now. Now, I don't know if you guys saw the injury updates from the Hawks. Um, Jalen Johnson is back to uh, full court practices so i expect him back soon hopefully next week maybe uh we haven't gotten an official date but maybe in the next week or so uh jalen johnson will hit the court again it's good to see him back in full capacity at practice uh kobe buffkin also is back in full capacity at practice full practices so maybe we'll see some kobe buffkin i don't know if they're gonna play him i know that with the injuries quinn has been trying to kind of figure out that back end of the rotation but uh it's just good to have him back uh, on the court, you know, obviously for him being a rookie, he's lost some time this year. He's lost a quarter of the season. So just, you know, help him grow, help him continue to develop from that perspective. Um, and then Muhammad Gay, he, uh, he'll he be reevaluated, I believe they said, in four weeks. So he's still he's still recovering from him. He may not – he definitely probably won't be back till probably – I'm predicting around All-Star break. To me, that's what it sounds like to me. February, March would be maybe when he gets back. So it sucks that he's losing a big chunk of his rookie year with this injury. But, you know, obviously wish him the speediest of recoveries in that regard as well. But, you know, with all the injuries that have happened, Trey Young, man, he, he has really stepped up and he's really played really, really well for this team and done what they needed him to do so they could be in this position right now. Like I said, you're kind of fight, face, facing an uphill climb right now. You went through that losing stretch. Hopefully this can start another streak. Like I've talked about, Hawks need to start another winning streak going. You've won two in a row and everything. You got Miami coming up, which I'll talk about more uh, later in the show. But, you know, Trey Young, man, just just been great for us. Been great for us overall tonight um, and so on and so forth. But we got to talk about everybody else, too. DeJounte Mary at 21, played really well in the first half. Again, second half kind of trailed off a bit. I mean, DeJounte's played – it's funny because it's like – DeJounte has been okay. Like he just, he has, he's just been okay. He has been great uh, for us, but he's been okay. You know, he's, he's done what he needed to do. Uh, you know, and he, he has his moments. So, you know, we'll, we'll continue to work with that. Bay really didn't have a great night tonight shooting, but he hit a big three late in that fourth quarter. That really kind of, I felt like really gave the Hawks that cushion that was needed to kind of get a handle on the game. 
Uh, big three late from him. DeAndre Hunter only had 11 tonight. Click Capel only had 15 and 9, 21 minutes. Bench was huge tonight uh, from two guys, Yeko Kongu Bogey. Yeko Kongu, we talked about it. Dominated in that fourth quarter for the night. He had 19 points, 11 rebounds on uh, just, just doing it all over the place. And then Bogdanovich continues his run of 20 point games. Bob Bogey is giving 20 off the bench every night now. Uh, I believe that this is the most in the league. He leads the league in 20 point games off the bench with this play with four rebounds and five assists. That's something that I'm really glad that Quinn Snyder and the coaching staff is really uh, trying to get out of Bogdanovich. They want him to, you know, yes, you're a great shooter. We know you can score the ball, but we want you to be able to play make uh, more, which, you know, like I said, he had, like, he had a few assists tonight. Uh, we want you to be able to do different things with the ball and be dangerous in different ways than just a shooter. Like I said, Bogey has that green light. Like you can tell that man has that green light from the coaching staff to rip off shots. And you see it when he takes shots with confidence all of the time, man. He's taken like 10, he's taken a bunch of threes a game. Like tonight he took eight. He's usually averaging between eight and 12 threes a game, it feels like. Because like, he, he has the green light to take those shots. Because he's and he's been making those shots. That's why he's having 20 point games. Uh, I mean, if 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 your six man is playing like that, giving you twenty, I mean, you get you get thirty from Trey, you get twenty from Bogey on a nightly basis. You're getting fifty just from those two. That if DJ gives you twenty or close to twenty, that's seventy just between those three players. So now, if you're a team like the Hawks who scores like 120 a game, you got fifty points amongst everybody else, and you still let's say you run a five uh, eight man rotation, five players, fifty points. So you get a big night from someone like a Congo who gave you 19 tonight. That's about what? Now you're getting 90 points between four players. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where that type of production is is key. And that's why it'll be interesting how this team looks when Jalen comes back. Um, Just because he's a guy who can give you 20 but also play defense. So, you know, Bogey plays this way. Trey plays this way. Jalen comes back. I mean, it feels like that would set the Hawks up potentially to make a run maybe here um, with if they continue to play. That's the key. They have to continue to play that way, uh, which would be big if they could, if they could get that type of production uh, from those guys and then Jalen. And then also, like I mean, we're dealing with the wrist injury. We don't know how they're going to integrate him if they're just going to like, all right, you're back, full go, no restriction. Or we want to put you like 20, 25 minutes. Because you know, sometimes you don't play for a little bit. You gotta get your win back. So I I, I could see them maybe doing a minute restriction with Jalen. Uh maybe limiting him to like 20, 25 minutes uh a game. So that's definitely possible. I think I think Quinn is comfortable with Bay if he has to go there. Uh, but it's just something to look into when he whenever he does get back, which I think will be soon. So like I said, good, good win tonight overall from this team uh, against the Houston Rockets. Uh, they shot 52% from the field, 43% from three. And one more tidbit is, you know, obviously Quinn wanted this team to take more threes and shoot more threes. And, you know, in, in, in wanting that and doing that, sometimes the key is that you got to have guys who can shoot the three. You can have one, you can want people to shoot threes, but if he ain't got, if he ain't got a great three-point shooting team, what's the point? For the Hawks, I really feel like this coaching staff has really developed 
a lot of players' shots on this team. Like Hunter, we've seen videos with guys, you know, from who are in Hawks practices who have access to Hawks practices. Sometimes, you know, post those videos online of like, you know, guys putting up shots. Uh, there was a video of Hunter putting up shots, but they were saying that they were trying to teach him a new way of trying to get shots up. And I wonder if that has been one of the reasons why like guys like him have improved his three-point shot recently and why he's shooting better from three. Now, tonight he didn't shoot that great from three, but last few games he was shooting pretty well. Realistically, you, you have, like I said, you primarily have the same roster from last year uh, without a, with a couple of different people, Bay and, 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 and Bogey, but you're getting great three-point shooting from Trey and you're getting really good three-point shooting from, from Murray. And then, like I said, Hunter is contributing. And then, I mean, you know, when a Kongu you can make a couple and, you know, Garrison Matthews, that's basically what his job is, is just come in, play some defense and shoot some threes. I mean, you're and you're shooting 43%. I mean, that just shows you that you're you're becoming a dangerous team because the Hawks were scoring a lot of points a game, just really with a lot of twos and free throw and, and, and free throw attempts. Um, but now they're able to kill you free throws, threes, and then like if they you know get to the paint that way. Um, which like I said, was which was which was big, which was big. So I think all of those things have really helped the Hawks uh really take that next step offensively. Um you know, like I said, didn't have their best three-point shooting night tonight. Uh, missed five tonight. Uh, three more even would have helped in this position, but, you know, it happens, has those nights. They only had nine turnovers tonight, so they really didn't turn the ball over that much. 31 assists. They won the rebounding battle 44 to 37, 12 offensive rebounds in this game over the Rockets. But overall, really, really solid win for them um, in this game. Like I said, some people, I think, chalk this up as a Houston win. Um, Houston was favored in this game too before the game. And so the Hawks really need to come out and um, start fast like they did. I mean, remember the Hawks were starting slow a lot at the beginning of the season, if you remember. Um, but now they're starting faster. They're starting with more, they're starting quicker. They're not playing as bad to start games. I mean, Cleveland was, was a bad start, but for the most part, they've, during these wins, they've played and started these games off pretty well, which has been big for them. Biggest things for biggest thing for them is just situationally, defensively, just being able to get stops when you make those runs and you and you get your shot up. Because sometimes the Hawks will score, but they ain't getting stops. So it's like eventually you're gonna cool down or gonna cool off, but you're not able to get stops, and then that's what kind of cost you games. When they made those runs, they were able to get stops on Houston. I mean, Houston tonight, for the most part, you really only had three guys who beat you tonight. Dylan Brooks, when he was on the floor, he went crazy from three. Um, Jamari Smith had a career night tonight, season highs tonight, and then Fred Van Fleet. That that was really the only people. I mean, Jalen Green made a couple of plays, but he really wasn't a crazy factor in this game. But I mean, if you if you, if you, if, you, if you look at it, this this team of Houston. I mean, it was just it's really a three man show. I mean. If, if you look at the finals of that line, you did get 14 from Singwin. You did get 16 from Green. But like I said, Dylan Brooks got high from three. But like I said, it was mainly Van Fleet, who I think only – I think he I think Van Fleet played the entire second half outside of the start of the fourth quarter. And then Jabari basically almost played the entire second half as well, I think. Aaron Holiday, man. Hawks legend. <laughs> 26 minutes tonight, man. 
Uh, obviously, they have some injuries tonight. I mean, the Houston has injuries, but Hawks have injuries too, so there's no excuses there. But, I mean, that's really who beat you tonight. And and if you were able to slow them down in key situations, I mean, Rockets really weren't getting that much production on anybody else. So, you know, you know, we, 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 were, able to get, we were able to get out of the game and, and the Hawks were able to get a good win. So that, that's definitely good and really happy that we were able to come out with a victory tonight against the, against the Rockets. And like I said, try to get a streak going. But Hawks got to travel again against their arch nemesis, against a team that has been a, a thorn in the side of this team, the Miami Heat. They are playing the Heat Friday in a game that is pretty important for them. I mean, you know, if you're the Hawks, like I said, you really want to kind of get a run started right now. But you got to get through them. Um, Heat were able to get a good win over Orlando Magic tonight. The OGB Butler in that game. We'll see if it'll be back for our game. But um, they got a good win tonight over the Magic. And now the Hawks have to get ready to play him. Coming up in Miami. We'll have to see how that goes. Uh, Heat have been pretty average at home, seven and six so far. Uh, they're six and four in the last ten. You know, and with with with, with the Heat, I mean, it, it's it, every game you you know it's it's a it's always a coaching matchup. I mean, you know, Hawks may do something good early. Heat adjust. Hawks have to adjust again. It's kind of like tonight with again against the may. They adjusted, we adjusted, they adjusted, then we adjusted again. Uh, you know those Hawks games because the Heat are always going to be frustrating from a referee perspective. You're going to see a lot of flopping. You're going to see some calls. Heat are going to play aggressive. Uh, we'll see how the referees call that game. Um, so I know, because I know that may be a point of contention on Twitter and just across all Hawks social media platforms. Um, just talking about the way the game is called. You know. If you win that game that puts you in a really good place, then you have a back-to-back on Saturday against the Memphis Grizzlies. But this is the Memphis Grizzlies with John Morant. So that game is no longer an easy win, quote-unquote, for this team. Um, you know, John Morant, we just saw him on TNT the other night because the Pelicans hit a game winner. So obviously, this Memphis team is reinvigorated with John Morant back in the lineup. So that's not going to be an easy game for this team either. So the Hawks, if they're gonna, if they're gonna do something, man, they're gonna have to play some really good basketball uh, to really get themselves where they want to be. And it's not going to be easy, but I think this team is very much capable of getting the job done, uh, you know, as they try to get healthy. But in the end, but we also know there's going to be challenges there that come from that as well. So it's going to be interesting, I think, to see what happens here uh, with this team. And, you know, like I said, good win tonight over the Houston Rockets. Um. Just got to continue to build this and, and continue to play well, and hopefully you continue to get those great performances from guys like Trey Young. Uh, you get another great performance from Bogey, and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll just have to see uh, how things go. So I'll be back after the Heat game Friday, I believe. I should be able to get you another guys into the Believe the Hawks podcast recap episode of that game and then preview Memphis going into Gap game, and hopefully we're talking about another Hawks win next time you see me. So – uh, that would be a big win if they can get one over the Miami Heat. But I think that's all I got for you guys today. Obviously, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Bryce underscore 2K. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube 
Don't forget to leave a read rating or review. If you listen to audio podcasts, so you can listen to this anywhere you want. If you guys can't watch the video version of this, find me on whatever platform you like to watch podcasts on. You can listen to me there. So appreciate you guys tuning into the Believe in Hawks podcast for the Believe Network. I'm your boy Bryce Lewis. See you next time.